Yes, I think it is on. <laughs> Amen. Um, welcome to the last service of 2023. <laughs> um, I, can, I can just think, a lot of people are just thinking, what does 2024 have in store for us? Um, only God knows, yes, only God knows. Um, so as the year ends, uh, today I'm going to preach on, oh, there's the title there, the garment. Um, it's a very, it's, it's, it's a topic when I, was, when I was just going through, when I was just reading the Bible, it just, it just popped up for me, and I thought it's something that would be good to share as the year ends and as we go into the new year. So we know, we feel sometimes when we feel very overwhelmed by the trials of life and can't seem to move from one present situation, a change of mindset is needed so that we can view things in a different perspective. We may have had a bad 2023, and some of us, we may have had a stretch of bad years. When we look at this past year, we think, oh, this year has been, has been terrible. But others, maybe we're looking at 2020, 2021, since COVID started, it might have been a very, very long time, right? So when we look there, we end up having negative thoughts, and that takes a toll on our hearts. That takes a toll on our lives, on everything that we do. The enemy tries to trap us in the past, and we think, up until now, we still think of COVID. <laughs> We're being trapped in the past, but God wants us to move forward. Amen. That's what I, I, I believe this morning. That's what I believe going into year 2024, God wants us to move forward. What, we, what do we want for the coming year? That's the question that I just have for everyone here. I want us to take a pause and think, what do we want for the coming year? Just take some time to think. We won't rush it. <laughs> um, sometimes we think of a lot of things, but we'll go through the scripture right now and we'll see what Batmeas wanted. So I'm going to ask you again, and I will ask you right at the end, what do you want the Lord to do for you this coming year? Our message today is from Mark 10, 46 to 52. I'll read from the New King James Version. I hope we have it up there. Jesus healed blind Bartimaeus. Most of the people we know this story, I think from Sunday school, um, those that went to Sunday school or just being in church and just reading Mark. I'm going to start from 46. Now they came to Jericho. As he went out of Jericho with his disciples, this is Jesus, right? A great multitude, blind by Timaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then many warned him to be quiet, but he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Then they called the, they, 
Then they called the blind man, saying to him, Be of good cheer, rise, he is calling you. Verse 50 says, And throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. So Jesus answered and said to him, What do you want me to do for you? That was the question. What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, Rabon, that I may receive my sight. Then Jesus said to him, Go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. Amen. So that's, that's, that's the word that I have for you this morning. We've, we, have, we have heard of, of blind Bartimaeus, right? If I have always known the story of Bartimaeus, but when I went through it, this time some important aspects of the story stood out for me, in particular verse 50. In verse 50 it says, And throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. Other versions in the Bible, they say courts. Other versions say um, clothing. So, but Mias threw aside his garment. He rose and came to Jesus. In today's world, we have places where if you are wearing certain garments, you get different treatments. Right? For example, I still remember when I was in school, or it still happens now, when I was discussing yesterday with Joseph, he says, even in school... You get merits, uh, your accolades, you've got your, your blazer there with the badges and everything. And I was asking, what does that help you with? It's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it just makes us aware that you're one of the A students or you're pretty good in sports or, or any other, you know, activity that you're doing or school or anything like that. And then when we're just discussing, we also discuss about the scouts, because he was, he was one of the scouts, I think, last two years or so. Uh, every time when they would complete something, they get a badge and they put it on their shirt. And I was like, oh, okay, so, so what does that say? No, it means if something happens, I'm a first aider, I can do this, I can do that and that, I can build that up until you become a springbok or something like that. So he was just telling me all, all the stages that you go through for you to have that coat, that garment. Um, and then I just thought also, because back in the day, I don't know whether it still happens now, uh, when people in the army, the army guys would used to have uniforms when they're walking, when you're going to the shops, shop right, wherever, you get like preferential treatment. Let them come through. The SAPS, exactly the same. I think the nurses, if you are a civil servant, as long as you've got your uniform, uh, you would get that preferential treatment. I'm not sure whether it still happens now, but just by that garment, <laughs> just by that clothing that you have on, you would get that sort of treatment. So when I was just going through, and I thought, what does the garment, what does it represent? So the garment or clothing would represent something in your life. Others would just wear the garment to get this preferential treatment if they, even if they were off duty. So it would say something. A garment resembles a commitment or a loyalty to a certain situation. So you are committed, I'm loyal to this, to this, to this situation, to, to whatever that I'm loyal to at that moment. So when I went back, and then I went back to Mark, 
um, when I was looking at the story of blind Bartimaeus, right? So in the Roman Empire, during the time of Christ, it was a common practice for the government to issue someone, someone with disability, or like here in this case, Bartimaeus was blind, right? Right? He was given an identification of, of, of being a legal beggar, somebody who's going to sit you know, and take your coat and put it down and people would throw in their donations in there. So um, it was a symbol that was given to Batmias, that coat, that garment that he had. So you would, wherever you would go, they would know, oh, that's a blind man. When he takes it off, he puts it down and then people, they start throwing in donations in there. So to look at it in another way, the garment might have given Batmias' right to beg. So that garment was giving him a right to beg and probably protected him from, from maybe other elements. Maybe there are thieves around or anything, but they would, you know, the government, the Roman government has said, you are a legal beggar. That's how they would identify him, right? So as we enter 2024, I'd like us to ask ourselves, what garment is sealing our identity today? That's the question that I just have. So on 50, when I said, and throwing aside his garment, this was Bartimaeus, he rose and came to Jesus. Right? So what garment is sealing our identity today? That's the question that I just have for us this morning. The garment one wears and spreads on the ground to collect negative thoughts. We might have had negative thoughts piling up and piling up, and our life is just full of anxiety. 2024, we said only God knows. Right now, as I'm talking, other people are very anxious about what the new year brings. I wonder how many of us are still wearing a beggar's garment of some sort that causes spiritual blindness and financial dependency. We might be sitting this morning and we're thinking, here, this garment that I have, that I'm going to lay it down and tell people all my stories, and then it becomes a pity party. People throwing in as much as they can, negative responses, negative Anything, And then you just have it, you collect it at the end of the day, you wear it, you put it on. You are now identified as that person. Your identity is gone. Your true identity is gone. Other people, they're thinking, 2023, I've been in and out of hospital. I've lost my job. Right? Or my husband or wife have left me. Or my finances are not good and I have anxiety. I would like to say to you today, throw away that garment. Jesus is calling. Like Jesus was calling Batmias, I said, throw away that garment. Because that garment is bringing blindness. The act of faith that I was thinking of what Batmias did he didn't go with the, he threw it away. <laughs> when you read the scripture quite well, it says, Then they called the blind man, saying to him, 
Be of good cheer. Rise. He is calling you on 50. And throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. He didn't throw the garment after. (laughs) After Jesus said, you are healed. He threw it before. And that act of faith is what is needed. Amen. That's the act of faith that is needed. Throw away that garment, that identity that keeps on holding us back. So when I was going through Mark, I think earlier on in Mark again, we're going to go again where there is another story about a garment. So when Batmias threw his garment aside, he was making a declaration. Today we enter the new year. Let's make a declaration. Tomorrow is the new year. As Jesus is asking us, what do you want me to do for you? We declare by throwing away that garment. And then we say what we want. Because but me as right at the end, he mentioned. So Jesus answered and said to him, what do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, Rabon, that I may receive my sight. I was also just looking at it. I was thinking, Jesus could see this, this guy is blind. <laughs> but he still asks, what do you want me to do for you? And that was my question this morning. Let's throw away that garment and, and follow Jesus. So let us leave ourselves bare for the new that Jesus will place upon us. With all the chaos around us, let us call upon Jesus. We go through that story because there's a lot happening in there. There's chaos, right? There's chaos and they're asking, and Jesus is asking, who is that calling? But there's just chaos happening there. In our lives, sometimes there is chaos. A lot of things, they happen, and we can't seem to know exactly what is happening. But Jesus is saying, throw away that garment and follow me so that you can receive what he has. The faith that Batmias had by throwing the garment aside healed him, as Jesus says in verse 52. Then Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has healed you. He has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. 2024 is the year to turn everything around by exercising our faith. So like I said, I was also taken aback to another chapter, Mark 5. Verse 25, I hope you have that one also. 25 to, to 34. And this is in Mark. So when I was going through and I was just reading, there's a lot of times when, when Mark writes about the garment. And I was like, he's, he's saying something to us in, in just in Mark. So if you have time, I would encourage you just go read and all that. Right at the end, I believe when Jesus, when they were crucifying him, they laid their garments on the floor, on the ground and... You know, so it, there is a lot, there is a lot that Jesus is talking about in Mark, about the garment. So Mark 5 verse 25 says, Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years. I think a lot of people are familiar with this story. And he had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be well. 
Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, You see the multitude thronging you, and you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. These two stories, they've got something similar. When we're talking about Batmias, there was a crowd, and he had to push through. When we're talking of the woman also, there was a crowd. There was just chaos, and other people will be telling you, no, maybe somewhere at the back of your mind, it's it's like 2024 is going to be difficult. That's, That's the chaos. But God is saying, have faith as you move into 2024. In these two instances, the woman and Batmia said, all suffered up until they had an encounter with Jesus. One throws off his garment, and the other one touched the Lord's garment by faith to experience his saving power. So the story is still on the garment. One threw it off, and the other one touched his garment. As I started this morning's sermon, I asked, What do you want God to do for you for this coming year? And that's still the question. And I think some have got an answer. But Mias wanted to receive his sight. And the woman who had suffered for 12 years wanted to be well. Her blood had been flowing out for 12 years. Blood is symbolic of life in the scripture. It was as if her life was flowing away. For 12 years. Some of us right now, our life is flowing away. As I said, 2024, 2023, 2021, 2019, when COVID started, it's been continuous. So we have to think of of what next? What is 2024? Are we still going to put that garment down and expect negative things? Or are we going to throw it away? And have faith as we move into 2024. In the midst of the storm, Jesus is calling. When you look at the two chapters, something similar stood out for Batmias in verse 48. Then they warned him to be quiet, but he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. We might be feeling in our hearts right now like, ah, maybe you're doubting but we should cry out to Lord and say, Son of David, help us. Cry out to Jesus this morning, regardless of what is going on in your life. And if Jesus asking, who touched me? Like Jesus was touching that, but like Jesus went and healed that, that the woman was bleeding. Jesus asked, who touched me? I think that's Mark 5, verse 31. But his disciples say to him, you see the multitude thronging you, and you say, who touched me? I pray that this morning, as we close year 2023 and as we go into 2024, 
we cry out to God and we say, Father God, hear our cries. Like I said, God said, what do you want me to do for you? That's what Jesus is asking you this morning. But me as could have asked for a lot of things, <laughs> but he asked for his sight. <laughs> All right. So go deep down in your heart and think, God, this is what I would want you to do for me 2024. So that we are, we are open to him. We throw out that garment. We throw out that identity. When we move into 2024, we've got a new, a new faith, a renewed faith. All these people were healed just by their faith. The other one was pushing through. He said, if I could only touch the hem of his garment, I'll be healed. That's the message this morning. Like, as we go on, as we go on, this garment that we have, throw it aside. Like Batmias did. Throw it aside. And in faith, let's move on. And say, Jesus, hear our cry. Hear us this morning. This is what we need for 2024. This is what I throng for for 2024. This is what I, I, I am I'm praying for. And go there with an open heart. And let's take away that garment, that garment that labels us to be somebody else that we are not. And go to the God and say, Lord Jesus, here is my heart. I'm willing to save you. I'm willing to be here for you, Lord. And I'm willing that you use me as your vessel. With, all, with that message this morning, I think that's where I will end. And I just want to say, as we are here this morning, if there are any people in the house that, that believe that God is speaking to them, that Jesus is speaking to you this morning, and there's a certain shift that you're looking for, and you just want to throw that garment, I'd like us to pray right now, where you are. We can stand up. If you can, we can stand up. And just, just lift your hand. Just lift your hand and say, God, Jesus. Or maybe in your heart, just say, Lord Jesus, help me. Help me so that I can, I can go through this, so that I can, I can remove the negative identity that I have, so that I can move forward and be the one, mighty God, Heavenly Father, that, that, that is there to worship you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you, Lord, as your children, Lord. We throw away, we cast away the garment, mighty God, Heavenly Father, that gives us the wrong identity. We come to you, Lord Jesus Christ, as we open our hearts, as we open ourselves, Lord, mighty God, Heavenly Father, that let your word, Lord, have something to do in our hearts. Like the blind but me, as mighty God, Heavenly Father, we have faith as we throw away the identity, as we throw away the anxiety, as we throw away, mighty God, the negative feelings that we have, all that, all that gibberish things that we've been holding, that we've been collecting, as we lay our garment on the floor, we say, Father, we throw it away and we come to you, Lord Jesus, as we open our hearts, Lord. Have a change, mighty God, Heavenly Father, as we enter to 2024. Change the way that we see things. Spiritual blindness, we remove it, Lord. Financial dependence, we remove it, Lord, mighty God, Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you, Lord. We praise you for, we say, Lord, you are good. Lord, you are great. For there is none like you, mighty God, Heavenly Father. We thank you, Lord. Amen and amen.